I'm getting all excited. College football season is right around the corner. BC starts summer camp next week, and I'm going to talk all about it on today's Locked On Boston College. You are Locked On Boston College, your daily podcast on the Boston College Eagles, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. This is Locked On Boston. I am your host, AJ Black. Today's episode is brought to you by BetOnline. BetOnline has you covered this season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. BetOnline, where the game starts. All right, folks, we are less than a week away from the start of college football practice for the Boston College Eagles. The Eagles will kick off their practice sessions on August 5th, and I know a lot of folks, myself included, get really excited about the start of another college football season. Now, Heading into practice, we've been talking ad nauseum about some of the things that we're looking forward to this offseason, whether it's Phil Dracovic's health, the new offensive line, improvement on the defensive line. Those are all in our archives. You can find those episodes wherever you get your podcasts or on YouTube. But today's episode is going to dig a little deeper to look at some storylines that I think, and Pete players specifically, that you're going to want to watch for this summer. And we're going to do it in a little sort of fun way. The FSU blo- uh, podcast came up with a way of framing it that I thought was a lot of fun. And here it is. We're, you know, one of the things about the fall is it's also wedding season. Many of you have friends and family that get married during the, the fall. And it inde- inevitably probably gets you upset because you have to miss a football game or you have to watch it on your phone in the bathroom or out on the porch when the reception's happening. Well, we're going to theme our episode today around weddings. And what we're going to do is we're going to talk about specific players that fit into specific categories. First of all, we're going to look at uh, someone old, just like all the things about uh, weddings. Someone old, someone new, someone borrowed, and someone blue. So someone old is a vet, someone we're going to be watching for that is a veteran that's been around for a while. Someone new, obviously a rookie. Someone borrowed, a transfer. And someone blue, that's someone coming off of a... Um, injury. So there's a lot to talk about here, and we're going to get into each one of these. Now, I'm going to set some ground rules here. Certain two players are not going to be in for either of these, and that is Phil Dracovic and Zay Flowers. As, as I've said, Dracovic, I have talked about, I mean, I do this episode, this show three times a, a week right now, five times most of the regular uh, season. I've probably talked about his injury 75 times. So I'm not going to get into Dracovic again. I want to get into some other players. And Flowers, same thing. I've talked about him quite a bit as well. So let's kick this off with someone old. Someone old is a vet that we need to watch during this um, this spring. And I'm going to give you two. I'm going to give you two on, for each of these. I'm going to give you one on offense and one on defense. So on offense, a vet that I want to watch for is Jalen Gill. Jalen Gill is going to be wide receiver number two on this roster. He is now, and it feels like he just got here, he's on year three of being a BC Eagle. And I still feel with Gill that we're still just scraping the surface of how to get him the ball. Now, Halfley last week at the ACC media kickoff talked about Gill and said, this is a guy we got to get the ball more to, just like he did with Flowers, because he's dangerous. And I think... With a new offensive coordinator, you got John McNulty, the former Notre Dame tight end um, coordinator, now is your offensive coordinator replacing Frank Signetti, who went to Pitt. 
Hopefully, he has looked at what Gil can do, what he's capable of doing, and looking at different ways to get him the ball. Because if, as I've said before, defenses shift their their focus more onto Flowers, because they're going to have to, otherwise Flowers and Djokovic are going to kill them, that's going to give favorable matchups up and down this roster. So the first guy that's going to get the most... Uh, looks out of that should be Jalen Gill. Now, the fun thing about Gill is he's a guy that is versatile. You you know, he came out of high school. He was a running back. You can line him up in the backfield if you want to. You can line him up as a slot receiver. You can put him on the edge. You can do a lot of different things with the ball. You can run it, do ends around. You can do, just like Flowers, there's a lot of possibilities with Jalen Gill. And I think... What I want to see this year is I want to see, especially this summer, this summer, is how they figure out how to get him the ball, how he continues to evolve, and if he can become that next level wide receiver. Because if Gill, if Gill can become very good to good to to great, like right right below where Flowers is, this offense is going to be very very dangerous. And I think a lot of folks are sleeping on how dangerous it could be. Now that's up to Gill. Gill's going to have to do that. I mean, you know, we've seen him make those big plays. I think back to the game against Clemson. I know Halfley brought it up last from last year. We had the punt return that was returned for a, uh, a touchdown that was called back because of a penalty. But I think back to the year before with Gill. And I remember when BC was running up, like running out to a huge lead against the Tigers. It was Gill that had that big catch, I think, in the middle of it that really sparked that offense. So he's going to get those opportunities, and I'm really interested to see where Jalen Gill is at this summer. So he's one of my olds. On the defensive side of the ball, I'm going to go with Cam Arnold. And it's so funny to think of Cam Arnold as old because he just feels like he just got here because he got here around the same time as as Jeff Halfley. But this is year three now for Cam Arnold, and this is the, this is the year he's going to step up and become that leader in the linebacking room because – you know, he doesn't have the Max Richardsons and the uh, Isaiah McDuffies around him anymore or Isaiah Graham Mobley last year. This is his group now, and he is a vet. He is he's the old. He has that in him. And I think in order for BC's defense to take that next step, I mentioned last week on one of an episode that I think the defensive ends and the defensive line needs to improve, but the linebacking group needs to as well. We can't sleep on what they need to do. And the first person that needs to really jump up and become that leader is 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 great is not Isaiah Graham Mobley is Cam Arnold because Cam Arnold is now the vet up there. He's going to be that big offense defensive presence that they need to to gobble up tackles to hit holes to do all the things that you need to do. And of course, communication is so important at that linebacking group. It's going to either be him or De Palma most of the time. Vinny De Palma, who is also a vet that are going to have to make those big moves to make sure that things don't break down, that there's not errors in that second level of that defense. So Cam Arnold, I want to see how he becomes not just the new guy anymore. He is the vet, and I want to see how he becomes a leader on on the field this summer. So Cam Arnold and Jalen Gill are my two olds. And I hate calling them all because they're college kids and they're like, you know, at half my age or whatever. But that's what they're what we're going with here. So there are our first segment here. Now, there's some obviously there's some other uh, valuable uh, honorable mentions that you could come up with. I'm sure you could say, 
You know, you want to see what Alex Sinkfield would be like, you know, the white running back. I think I'd love to see what he has to kind of turn into in this offense. He could be a, a, an honorable mention on the old on, on uh, Boston College's offensive side of the ball, how he works up. And on the defensive side, I mean, I could go up and down that, r- that room. Sheeta Salah would be a big one for me. We talked about him earlier this week that Jeff Halfley was really on his um, side that he's going to become a huge passive uh, passing attack uh, defender for the Eagles. So those are two honorable mentions. I just had to throw those out there. Now, in a moment, we're going to get into something new. Two new players that I am looking forward to, one on the offense and one on the defensive side of the ball, in just a moment. Now, BetOnline.net has the fastest and easiest way to check in on all your betting needs. Find all the fav- all your favorite sports and events at the number one online source for odds, lines, and games. Find reviews and news of every league, including Major League Baseball, NFL, NBA, NHL, combat sports, esports, and even golf. BetOnline continues to be the top online resource for all your sports wagering information. From live in-game betting, scores, and podcasts, they get you covered, including futures. I think right now, if you go to BetOnline, the futures for BC is 6.5. Are you feeling over? Are you feeling under? If you're feeling over, you can get over to betonline.net and make that wager today. So head on over to BetOnline today or use your mobile device to learn more about the action happening on the site. BetOnline, where the game starts. This is AJ Black. Happy Friday, everyone. We're almost into August. I cannot believe it. And we're going to have college football this month. That's crazy to even think about. It feels like we're still in the midst of summer. I was just sweating walking down my hill to get mail. And we're, we're you know, on the, on the verge of, of fall already getting here. So... Boston College football. We're looking at at the summer camp. We're looking at players that are new. And speaking of new, head on over to my website, Eagle Insider, and I have uh, a full recap with a full participant list of the barbecue event Boston College just had for recruiting, including 40 different players uh, from around the country that visited the Eagles, including a four-star quarterback you're not going to want to miss. You can sign up today on Eagle Insider for just a dollar for that first month. I think you're going to really like what we have over there. But talking new, there's going to be two new players. And when we talk new for BC, I'm talking true freshmen. And this is something that you all have asked me about, right? Like, who's going to be the true freshmen that stand out this year? And who are the guys that could really jump out and make big plays uh, coming up this season? So I have eliminated redshirt freshmen. So sorry, Xavier Coleman. You would have been right on my list, but I'm going to keep you out on this one. I need two true freshmen, one on the offense and one on the defensive side of the ball, that I think could really step up this year and have a big summer, or someone to watch this summer. On the offensive side of the ball, again, this is to watch for the summer. I'm going to go with Jude Bowery, an offensive guard from St. Francis Academy in Maryland. Now, obviously one of the bigger stories of this offseason was the injury to All-American guard or all potential All-American guard Christian Mahogany and BC having five new offensive linemen. The guard position for BC is, I don't want to say shallow or, or, or not deep. It's, it's got a lot of um, new names in it and guys that are not proven. And Jude Bowery is one of the names that I look at as someone who could really step up and fill that role, but we don't know what he's capable of. Now, we saw him play in the spring game, and he looked good out there. He looked like he was ready to go at that guard position, and there's a need there. So could Jude Bowery this summer you know, make the answer for what's going to happen with this offensive line? If they don't want to move around Jack Conley or or um, Ozzie Trapillo to guard, and they want to use Finn Durstein and another guard there, 
uh, to play those two guard positions, could Jude Bowery fill that role? He has a big enough summer. That could be the answer. Now, this is why this this position battle is going to be so important and why Bowery's play could be critical for how this summer goes, right? And the season goes, excuse me. Because if Bowery doesn't play well, you're going to have to shift some things around. Like maybe if maybe if their 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 move is they put Kevin Klein at tackle and you move Jack Conley to guard, then Bowery is a guy you're going to watch for depth. And that's still important too because as I, I, the reason I put him here is I think no matter what happens here, Jude Bowery is going to end up on the two deep come the end of August. I think he's going to be a guy that uh, plays himself into that number two spot. And as we've seen, the offensive line is a violent position. BC's been honestly kind of lucky uh, for the last couple of years where they've only had some minor injuries. Tyler Vrabel got dinged up. This year it's bigger because obviously you have mahogany. But, you know, if something happens, you need a guard that can step up. Jude Bowery is going to be a guy that you're going to want to watch for. He's been there early. Obviously, I just said he was in the spring game. Will he be able to go that next level for the Eagles and be a contributor right off the bat? So he's my my new on the offensive side of the ball. On the defensive side of the ball, I'm going to look at Amari Jackson, a defensive back from Eagles Landing, Georgia. I love that name of that school. Uh, he is one of the most underrated recruits I think BC's landed under Jeff Halfley, but one that I cannot wait to see what he does for the Eagles. Now, Jackson already has enrolled. I think he was an early enrollee this spring, and he was a three-star that BC fended off Tennessee at the end to keep uh, Jackson in Chestnut Hill. He had a huge offer list all from a lot of Southern schools, but that draw of Jeff Halfley and Azar Abdul-Rahim uh, to get to that next level and play for the NFL or whatever these defensive backs see about BC kept him in with the Eagles. So you could look at a bunch of different positions that are kind of shallow, like defensive end, defensive line. I mean, Quan Williams at defensive line is a name I love to watch for, but I'm not sure he will be there yet. Jackson will be, and I, I here's why. The Eagles lost two cornerbacks this offseason. They lost Brandon Sebastian to the NFL draft and uh, Sean Asbury to the transfer portal so he could stay closer to home when he went to Old Dominion. They're going to have a need to fill some of those spots because Jeff Halfley loves to use depth players at defensive back. He cycles in a lot of different guys, you know, either situationally or if they need breaks or whatever they need. He likes to use a lot of guys. That's why in the last couple years, We've seen C.J. Burton play. We saw Asbury play a little bit last year. I think a guy like Jackson, who I've heard a ton about being a very, very good uh, college-level cornerback or or the potential to be a good college-level cornerback, I think he could be a guy that jumps in there. But he's got to be ready, and he's got to be physical and do all the things that you need to do in the summer to prove that. So he's a name I want to watch because if he is ready, he will make the two deep. He will give BC some good depth at the cornerback position too because you're going to have Josh DeBerry, you're going to have CJ Burton, you're going to have Elijah Jones, and you, I'm sure there's some younger kids that haven't played yet like Jalen Cheek and a few others that are um, haven't played yet that have been around a little bit more. But I still think there will be time for Amari Jackson to play this year if he's ready. So he's someone I'm going to want to watch. He's a new. 
for this upcoming season. Next is going to be a quicker one, and this is why it's going to stay in the second segment, is something borrowed, which is a transfer. Boston College this offseason didn't really hit the transfer portal all that hard. I believe they only received four transfers all of last season. And, you know, when you hear about programs like Miami and Florida State and some of the, you know, SEC schools that are just gobbling up transfers, it, this is a not a huge area of change for BC. So on the offensive side of the ball, the biggest one I think is clear is for the second straight year, it's a tight end. It's George Takis. He's a tight end from Notre Dame. He's a former four-star, six-seven, uh, big kid uh, who has. It was kind of buried on the on the depth chart for the last couple of years behind some generation, uh, not generational, but super talented tight ends like Michael Meyer last year. Um, I talked to Brian Driscoll, who runs uh, SI's Irish Breakdown, and he says that Takis has every potential to be a top end tight end. He just, you know, hasn't had the chance to do that. You know, he was a a pass blocking tight end. We've seen with Jerkovic how important a tight end can be. Love to see how Takis incorporates his old tight end coach, McNulty and him. They know each other very well and learns how to be in uh, the system. Because, you know, it'll be Takis and probably Joey Lucchetti that are going to be those two tight ends. And I would imagine they're going to probably get the ball a little bit more to Takis, though I don't want to shoot, um, to poo-poo on Lucchetti's passing catching abilities. He's just not... He's not a superior one. He's just he's he's solid. He can do what he do what you need to do. So George Takis is one on the offensive side of the ball. On the defensive side of the ball, in terms of a transfer, I mean, there's only one option. It's Regan Terry, uh, who transferred over from Arizona. He's a defensive end. I still don't think he's going to be that big of a uh, a contributor this year with Marcus Valdez, Shida Salah, Donovan Azaraku, and Nito Akpala looking to take the role. But maybe he's a depth player, so he might be someone you want to watch. But honestly, I think George Takis is probably the only transfer that I think will really have a big role this upcoming season. The other transfers are Dino Tomlin, a wide receiver, and then there is uh, Christian Coratolo, a offensive tackle from Lehigh um, that is also on the roster. I just, I think those are all just kind of depth pieces at this point. Now, in our final segment, we are going to break down the final piece of our wedding uh, triumphant, and that is looking at someone blue, player coming off of an injury. We'll get all into that in just a moment. This is Locked On Boston College, AJ Black. Thank you to everyone who has made our podcast your first listen every morning. I can't tell you how much it means to me. When you open up your podcast list, you see that Locked On Boston College uh, logo, you hit play every day. And that's the first thing you listen to. That means a lot to me. And thank you to everyone who does that. And if you haven't done so already, hit that subscribe button wherever you get your podcasts or on YouTube, where you can watch and talk along with other fans who talk a lot in our comment sections on our videos. All right, so something blue. These are people returning from injuries. And it's kind of the opposite of the transfer portal, right? The transfer portal was like nobody there. I, I, I kind of just... Uh, punted the, the, the defense because there just wasn't anyone really there that I, I think is going to be a, a big factor. On the injury front, there is a lot coming back. And as I said, on the offensive side, I am not doing Phil Dracovic because I've talked about him a lot. And he obviously would be my number one there. But I don't really want to talk about Phil Dracovic again. I want to kind of get into some of the other players that are coming back from injuries that could be a big deal come the summer. 
and that person is and and it's an injury I think that's kind of plagued him for a couple years is Finn Durstein, the offensive lineman. And now I you know, I think last year he was hurt on and off, but I'm gonna say kind of it's been a theme about his career. He's been hurt quite a bit. This is his big chance. Durstein came to Boston College from Lawrence Academy, which brought AJ Dillon, jo- Joey Lucchetti, whole bunch of other players onto our onto the BC roster. Durstein, ha- you know, he was probably one of the highest ranks that have come out of Lawrence Academy, four star, big time offensive tackle, and you just haven't seen him. He's been either buried on the depth chart or hurt, and now this is his chance, and he can't blow it. This is Durstein's opportunity to take that guard position by the horns and become become one of the stars of an offensive line that has a lot of question marks. And that's all going to start this summer. And so I want to see where he's at. What does he bring? Because he hasn't shown it yet. We haven't seen him be that first level offensive lineman. We haven't seen what, you know, it, against a, a first level defense, what he's going to do. Like uh, the, the ones you've always seen him with the twos or in a red shirt on the side. So this is a big time opportunity for Finn Durstein. And of anyone on that offensive line, I think, you know, we've seen Jack Conley. You know what he can do or what you think he's able to do or what he you know, what your worries are. You've seen what Ozzy Trapillo can do. And, you know, for an extent, you've seen a little bit of what Drew Kendall and um, uh, Jude Bowery have done. But of all of that, even though those guys are also raw and new, I want to see what Durstein's doing. He, he's the oldest. He's He's been around. He's He can be the vet. And I'm interested if he can handle that. Um, and if he has a big year, he's gonna be. It's gonna be one of the, ha- the funnest stories of the season because, uh, you know, for so many years, I I was saying before the end of last season when when all those players were getting cut from the roster, not cut from the roster, but ended up going into the transfer portal. I was saying I I wouldn't be surprised if Finn Durstein does it because I don't see him playing here, and now he's a starter. So I want to see what he can do on the offensive side. Now on the defensive side of the ball. There's quite a few injuries that I'm I'm interested to see. Josh DeBerry, I've seen enough. I know what he can do, and I, you know, I don't need to see what he can do during the summer. But the big one, the 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 ability to kind of change a little bit of the complexion of the defense is up the middle. That's Chabuzi and Wuka. We haven't talked about Boozy all that much this offseason, but if he's healthy, he's a difference maker because, you know. No no offense to the Chris Banks or the Isaiah Hendersons who have done a nice job here and there. But I think to Anwuka, what we saw in 2020 was up to that next level, like to get to them, uh, get a little bit more pressure up the middle. I, I think this offseason, this summer, I can't wait to see where he's at. You know, he blew out, I believe it was his um, Achilles tendon, which is a big time injury uh, to see where he's at. I, you know, halfway talked about him last week at the ACC media day and, you know, it sounds like he's good to go, so I'm I'm really interested to see where Unwuka is going to be because he could be he could add a new flair to this defense that is desperate to get a little bit of pass rush and to stop the run. I think it's important to talk about how he can stop the run too. All right, folks, we'll be back again. I'm gonna have another episode over this weekend. I got to get another episode out. I was um, a little bit behind schedule, so I'm gonna talk a little bit more about summer camp stuff. You're gonna want to make sure you hear that all on Locked On Boston College here on our podcast or on YouTube. So make sure to follow us on Twitter at AJBlack underscore BC or at LockedOnBC. I'm your host, AJ Black. Have a great Friday, everyone. We'll see you again soon.